That's some pro-level podcasting right there. Welcome to episode 132. Of Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. Very good. You took over. <laughs> I was just helping you out. You own it. Hey, got to get all the info out there. Should we call this the honkening? Yeah. Because that the, seems to be the theme for today. The great honkening. The honkening. Why don't you tell everybody, in case they're out there working and keeping this country alive, what's going on? Well, first off, why is it called that? I don't even know for sure. I'm guessing, especially because they've even, yeah, the great honkening. It's like the great reckoning. Honkening? Reckoning? That's my guess. Is yeah. that why it's called that? Yeah. People can let me know if we're wrong, but, but it I involves think so. the use of, of horns. Yeah. And 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 now uh, basically the truckers have come from all across uh, Mexico and America and Canada. That's a point that a lot of people are missing. It'll become relative, relevant mm-hmm. when we read uh, perpetually spoiled rich boy Justin Trudeau's most recent tweet. If you want to look that up, if okay. I look it up on this phone, it'll drop out the podcast. We'll talk for another 30 minutes, and then there will be no show. And then we'll be like, ah, we have to dig down and do another show. And we have. But that is a that is a pretty big matzo ball of motivation to overcome. Yeah. And um, what was this tweet about, just so I can find the right one? I think it's his most recent tweet in which he calls everybody a bunch of names. Oh, okay. Um, but basically the honking is this. A lot of truckers decided to overrun Ottawa. And um, and sit there and honk. They just surround the capital and honk. And so the locals and the liberals are losing their minds. Um, as has been noted, their cats are rage pooping. <laughs> stress. <laughs> stress. Stress pooping. And, and they just can't believe this is going on. Now, and then and then Tom Ford, uh, whose brother was the Chris Farley impersonator, who, who used to run Ottawa, and then he, he, he's in charge now. He says, you know, uh, the truckers have made their point, and it's time for this to end. Now, keep in mind, none of these people felt that none of them came out to tell BLM to stop burning things down. Exactly. But but you you poors have had your say. You, we need to get back on track. We need to get back to having you all locked down, back to having... And, and the reality is... It's, it's weird um, because you watch the media going all in on it and Justin Trudeau. So do you want to read his his latest tweet? Is I'm going to guess it's this yeah. one. Today in the House, members of Parliament unanimously condemned the anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, anti-black racism, homophobia, and transphobia that we've seen on display in Ottawa over the past number of days. Together, let's keep working to make Canada more inclusive. Yeah. First off, like... What what are you smoking to think that this has anything to do with any of those things? It has nothing to do with those things. Anyone with half a brain would know that. Well, he's he's falling back because he has lost. He did he did run away when it happened. He claimed to have COVID. Then he appeared and said it really wasn't that bad. And then he had to be uh, hidden away by Canada's version of the Secret Service, which is probably like a guy named Jerry who has a moose lodge or something. And don't forget, like he said, this was a just a fringe group of people. It's and a fringe group, clearly... and it turns out to be a bunch of like a, a lot of people. Clearly. And then they try to defund them, and everybody's like, okay, we'll find another way. And like, and this is how you know, like it's working because he falls back on the "you're all a bunch of names," and he just he just kitchen sinks every name he can. Yeah. When really the pro level move would have been to sit down and and listen to him. Go out. They're not going to hurt you out among them and like defang them but it's weird he's he, he's he's literally frightened of them um and he's now calling them names and it's like 
man, you have a failure to lead. This is a guy, though, who did say, like, early on when they said, oh, you know, what government do you admire? And he's like, oh, I admire the dictatorship in China because you can really get things done without having to get a consensus of the people. And yet here's a guy who literally goes out, like, if you wanted to be that, if you wanted, like, total dictatorial powers, why not start a company where your rule is, you know, like, hey, we're doing it, we're making widgets my way. Instead, he gets into Western government, which is all about having a consensus, and yet he praises, you know, a, a country that regularly, like, body harvests their own people, yeah. contrary to what LeBron James won't or will not talk about. Yep. So it's very, it's very interesting. Now, what do we make of this? Well, I mean, so far, at least one good thing they've made one good concession so far. I don't think it's the main concession, so I'm sure they're still going to be there. Um, but what it, what was it? Quebec now said they're not going to tax the unvaccinated, so that's a good step. But I think the biggest part of this was they need to not have the vaccine mandate for the truckers going in and out of the country, right? Wasn't that like... Yeah, that, I don't. I don't know that they've gotten that yet. Yeah, I don't think they've gotten that yet. They've gotten that yet. But here's the thing that they haven't gotten. They didn't win, because now this is spreading. I know it's spreading yeah. in Europe, and I know it's actually spreading in South America too. So, and they're even talking about it here. Well, and I also even these particular truckers, I have heard them say like, when we finish here, when we get what we want we're going to DC. I think like yeah. they're all going to DC after this. Yeah. So well. you, you know that it's working when this kind of series of things happens and you know that like the media has now reached sort of like peak uselessness because it can't even, it can't even fly enough air cover to shut it down. Mm -hmm. It can't give you the super bowl, super duper bowl enough. Rachel Maddow, Maddow literally has to go on hiatus now because she's so <laughs> whacked her brand. Like, it, it it actually really is kind of all falling apart. And it's interesting because, yeah, I think, I think we're doing something. I think we're doing something with the truth. But it's something that I've talked about and a lot of other people are beginning to talk about it too now, which is they won the coalition of the globalist elites, China... And then our media and celebrities and everything like they were all in on, let's get Trump, let's get the poor's, let's let's have total power, let's cheat, let's do everything we can. So, they won. And then I said, now watch, just like the mob, they're gonna start knifing each other in the back. And the West kind of figured like, oh, you know, we're gonna we're the thought leaders, and China will continue to produce. And then China had other plans, and so then you saw Soros come out and called China the biggest threat to, to an open society and freedom. And then you called, uh, Z came out and, and called China, uh, called Zoros basically worse than Hitler. And so now we're seeing the mob bosses realize like, hey, what if we don't share? And then what happened in our own internal conflict, um, this sort of ginned up civil war that the globalist wants so bad is now you have China coming in with their troll armies and creating so much dissent and so much chaos. And so the globalist elites and sort of the West are now having to fight this internal civil war that they probably weren't ready for, but wanted to have happen. And it's come too soon. And, and the brilliance of it is the truckers. And I even think, you know, January 6th and everybody, they were like willing to do it peacefully. 
and it's actually working and resonating and now it's spreading and so you know canada tried to send in their swat teams with the royal mountain police and then they back down it's like every time justin trudeau walks away every time canada the, the the swat teams back down every time that the police refuse to become an instrument of political power that that makes them look you know awful it, it, it's so I'm still going to say my concern is like what's going to happen because I can see sort of a minor revolution happening now, a very peaceful revolution um, in which they lose and we actually get to have fair elections. And then I think the will of the people right now would be if you vote Democrat, you're insane, you know, and, and I think you're going to see a lot of Democrats like, hey, I'm Democrat, I'm liberal. And it's going to be the constant, you know, like Bill Maher the other night, you know, my party left me, which was a Reagan quote verbatim. Um, you're going to see people, though, secretly voting Republican because they don't want their kids to be wearing masks. They want their kids in school and a whole host of of other issues. That's if there were a fair election. I think a fair election right now, it would be devastating. But I don't think the Klaus Schwab crowd has come this far to have a fair election. No, I mean, I wish, I wish that we could trust that that would happen. I, uh, I mean, I'm praying it will, but I have not much faith in our, elect uh, like, I mean, I have faith in our electoral process, but not, like, they have monkeyed around with it so much, and they do so much cheating, and they've found so many ways to cheat so much that I'm like, uh, I'm still going to vote, but I, I mean, I hope, I hope, but I... I hate that no matter what, we have to win so much more than actually win every time just to win. As in, like, no matter what, they cheat a whole bunch. And so, like, we don't just have to, like, actually win. We have to, like, super duper win to win anything because of all the cheating they do. And even if we win, like, I just think that sucks. Like, why? You know what I mean? Shouldn't we just be able to, like, actually win? You know what I'm saying? I well, I, th I think that. in a perfect world, there would be an honest discussion and you wouldn't have like what Justin Trudeau did today, which is he fell fell back on a tried and true tactic that works. You are all the worst possible people. And I and whatever arguments that you had or valid complaints or, you know, your right to protest and all these kinds of things. The sad thing is he just said, no, you're actually a bunch of these names and these names like if you really were an anti-Semite. If you really were a racist and a bigot and all of these names that he said, like the general consensus in society is that you no longer deserve to speak. And that's kind of how they deal with every problem. Unfortunately, though, I think we've passed that moment. And I'm pretty sure there's the, that that trucker bunch is a pretty diverse group. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's going to work. And I think you just made them a, a bunch angrier. Now, is that the play? Make us all angry. Uh, the waves of revolt spread, a false flag happens, martial law occurs, that, that could be the way to go. But if we're moving towards this, there actually will be fair elections. I would definitely say that the left is the globalist left elite left. The globalist left, globalist liberals, mm -hmm. are in total chaos right now. Like, they cannot cope. Their, their supply of copium is deleted. <laughs> copium, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, those names that he called them, though, 
so do not make sense to me, even if I was someone that didn't know that much about what's going on. Well, those because, names have nothing to but, do well, with what's what going on. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to be like, well, okay, well, if they're those things, what are they, like, protesting against about those things? Because you're implying they're protesting about those things. Yeah. And it's like, how... How would he even have, like, a made-up narrative for that? Like, what could he even say they're protesting about with those those issues or whatever? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Again, you know, you can only surmise and, and wonder, but I think the argument has definitely been made that these people are in some kind of, like, super bubble right now. And so they're not, you know, it's been pointed out, I think, on the Tim Pool show, Justin Trudeau isn't going to Kroger or Ralph's or whatever your local superstore grocery store to buy groceries he's going to the exclusive grocery store where you know they have the wagyu roast beef and the uh you know make your own scented yoga candle thing like that's not real real world people stuff and so he's coming out and basically um acting i think he was acting like through this entire thing like no one can oppose my will i have the media I have the police, I have the government, I have all the right informed people that I hang out with and go to, you know, vacation, Gavin Newsom in Mexico and Magic Johnson in the booth. We don't like when we're together, you know, we're really the thought leaders, we're in control. And I, and I do think the fundamental problem with sort of uh, elite societies, call them whatever you want, uh, oligarchies is really the term, is that you you enter sort of this bubble of the 51st families, like in Mexico. And and you don't really understand what's going on outside the walls and gates and private security, what's going on in the street. And so I think that they thought the trucker thing was goofy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, the, and I, I was like, uh, I don't know, that's going to do anything. But the truckers kind of know because one, they're supplying everything. So everything's now shut down. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a supply chain crunch coming in about two weeks to yes. Canada that's going to make this point. And they said, well, they'll drive here and then they'll drive away. Well, now it turns out that the truckers brought about, I think, two months worth of food. Oh, good. <laughs> and, and then they were like, oh, well, you know, we didn't consider that they would actually just park their trucks and sit here. And then here's the thing that they didn't understand, because these people so often are driven around in limos soundproofed limos so they can have their important conversations and not be heard and they don't they don't have to watch the road they don't have to jockey for position in traffic they don't understand that semi trucks have horns mm-hmm. and they're like really well, who ones. would who would honk at us and be so boorish and the truckers like we would <laughs> and then we're going to keep honking and we're not going to stop and we're going to drive you insane and just if you don't think that that works that is actually a U.S. Army PSYOP tactic. They used it in Panama. Pretty sure they used it in other countries where they'll just play loud music and drive you nuts. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's a torture tactic, and it, and it literally is working. And even though Justin so admires the Communist Party and wishes that he were a dictator, wishes he were a dictator like he was acting, this is a guy who barely won election, doesn't have a consensus or anything like that, but using the guise of COVID and the mandate of fear, he's able to do all these actually illegal things um, in the name of a crisis. So he was acting like that dictator that he so admired. And then people, you know, the fatigue of fear, it's not there anymore. They keep, oh, now there's a super secret Omicron variant and variant, and it's it'll spread even worse, but it's even milder. You know, like 
people just aren't in the fear mode. I think it's interesting around us. I don't know what's going on that they either are or they're staying home or they like staying home or they're all wearing masks. But, you know, California is a special weird duck. So I don't know. But I think generally people are over it and they they kind of it's the 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 iron fist of one state one you know one voice rule and totalitarian feel has fear has lost its sort of appeal and so now people are just like we're going to drive our semis we're going to clog your roads we're going to park outside your houses we're going to park outside your capital and we're just going to honk nonstop. and there's really nothing that you can do about it Short of going to the police, which I'm sure, you know, we know that here Gavin Newsom tried to get the F-15s and the National Guard to buzz the crowd. He just wanted to use military air power because he didn't like the dissent. And that's how they think. But most rational, like our local Air National Guard commander and most rational people who have jobs are like, I'm not going to use military or police power to strike down people that disagree with you when probably most of the people that would be doing the striking down disagree. Mm -hmm. And so we are at this sort of fundamental, critical, pivotal moment where if the police and if the military would act exactly like the truckers, we could literally rid ourselves of these idiots. Like, like we could, like we could literally take away all like, if you don't enforce their illegal decrees and laws, they have nothing. There's They're nothing like Justin. They do. just run away and call you names. And you're like, great. None of those names are true. Or they are true. There probably are some racists and Islamophobes and transphobes. But that's not the argument. The argument is about taxing people, creating two societies, wearing masks, and trying to destroy people's livelihoods. None of that has anything to do with all the the names that he called. And so therefore it's it's an invalid argument and people are sort of worn out on that name calling. Yeah. And you left out even trying to force people to do something to their body that they think is going to hurt them. Like yeah. you're trying to force them by trying to take away their livelihood. I like am so proud of these truckers. Like they're heroes. I think they're so awesome. I'm like, ah. I get emotional when I think about it. Seriously, because it's no, huge. It's just, like, no, it is no. awesome. No. It's so brave. They're doing it so perfectly. <clears throat> like, there's no violence, so no one can really get actually too mad at them because they're what, you know what I mean? Like, they're doing it. It was, like, kind of brilliant. In a know? perfect world, this spreads. And yeah. I think it will without any sort of outside impetus. It'll spread. Um, if there was a political opposition, and I'm not 100% sure that there is, like, like an actual faction, like the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that there is. I think there's a bunch of conservatives and libertarians who aren't effectively represented by their elected Dan Crenshaws. That's for sure. And Abbott's, you yeah. know. And so there, there may be a few people like Rand Paul or, you know, but not Ted Cruz. Like, and I would have told you he was, and then he came out and said what he said. But mm-hmm. So I don't know that there's an actual opposition but if there were an opposition, what a great time to step up and make some hay. What a great time to take some extreme measures and and shut down government and do everything that the Democrats would do. But I don't know that there's an actual legitimate opposition. And so if we add that to China and George Soros and the globalists, are all trying to figure out who gets to be the primary partner 
and therefore they're waging war and everything like that. Well, I think the Soros globalist crowd, this is probably when they have to move to a very extreme measure. Uh, we're at the height of winter. Uh, I think that they can gin up some more fear. I think that they could hit us with a legitimate weapon. The trying to start World War III doesn't seem to be working yeah. uh, with the Ukraine. Now, today, they ran over and wanted to have a special session about North Korea. So they might they might like they might get the action together for North Korea. I don't know. But if they, you know, like when you look at all the investments in the Rand Corporation and and uh Halliburton and all those kinds of things, they're desperate for a war. They're desperate to distract us from sort of the at-home problems, make a bunch of money and and declare like, well, you know, because because China nuked Seattle, we really do have to have the Patriot Act 2.0. And that means you can't drive your trucks and honk. That would be like a best case scenario. But the worst case scenario is it continues to spread a legitimate op opposition that actually has governmental positions and elected positions actually rises, makes hay out of this and takes power. I think, you know, not that I'm I'm not on Team Trump right now. Trump has to do some repair. And I've got to hear a few more things out of his mouth. I, I like what I hear. I think that he is evolving in his position on vaccines. His his rallies are huge. You like for people saying, "Oh, it won't be Trump; it'll be DeSantis." I'm like, I don't know that I'd run to that. I think I think Trump is weirdly making a pretty good pitch right now, and seems to be ginning up a lot of support. So, a legitimate opposition around him, possible. But I I still think it's knives out for him. So you could center a legitimate opposition on Trump and it could go up in a ball of smoke when they arrest him. And then then what does that go to? That goes to some kind of civil war. So I don't know. But if if there were a legitimate opposition and the trucker riots spread to Washington, D.C. and across Europe and things like that and to every state capital, I think we turn this thing around. And, and the thing now is no longer the virus or the vaccine, it is the destruction of globalism. Yeah, yeah. And it's the return to being sovereign states. Having said that, I think that they've come too far to let it let it just be decided by like a bunch of truckers being upset and Rand Paul. I think that we're probably as close as we get to moving to I don't know, what do they do? Like they they, they activate the five G wave and the chemtrails that like destroy everybody who has the vaccine. I don't know. I don't know. They could. Do they do they hit us with smallpox? I don't know. Yeah. But big critical pivotal moment. I, I really don't know what's going to go on. But I know I have a feeling the trucker thing came out of left field on him. Yeah. And I do think it's destabilizing things. So that'll be interesting to watch and to support. And that is the podcast. <laughs>